0: Sorry I'm late. It's okay. Listen, I was very close to being late myself because not only was my appointment delayed by like 20 minutes, but then I had to eat dinner. It was just chaotic. So I didn't even get to uh rewatch or That was exactly up. what
1: happened to me. Except I also just had to wait a little bit longer after my appointment because he drew my blood.
0: Oh so then I
1: fainted, obviously. And they had to like <laughs> monitor me for like 10 minutes. Did you really faint? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I do this. This is what I do when oh, I have blood drawn. boy. So yeah, I warned them. They had me laying down and everything. And then they brought <laughs> me apple juice when I came to.
0: <laughs> it's like you did one of those counters like, and three, two, <laughs> yeah. one
1: out she was talking to me while she was starting to draw the blood so yeah I just
0: like faded out of that conversation real fast <laughs> I was gonna say I hope it wasn't an important conversation
1: no she asked if I did anything for valentine's day and I was like mm, no
0: <laughs> no what I didn't. is valentine's day
1: the last thing I remember saying was that I watched the bachelor and then <laughs> and that was it
0: it's a very valentine's-esque show
1: Right? It's all about love and trust and commitment.
0: Or lack thereof.
1: Yeah, it's none of those things.
0: No, no, no. Oh, man. So we picked a uh, Razzie nominee.
1: Yeah, and actually, I just, I have something I need to say. Oh, boy. Go on. I don't understand why this movie was nominated for a Razzie. I liked it. Interesting. I am actually quite intrigued to hear why you didn't like it, because I liked it. I thought it was a good movie.
0: <laughs> See, and I think it's because I read the book and I i don't know. I just, it going from book to screen, it just didn't do it for me. As I watched it, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Were there a lot of changes from the book to the movie? That's a thing. No. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like how it was acted out. I just, yeah, I I, there's, I couldn't finish it, to be honest with you. I stopped it because a it was so in line with the book that I was just kind of like oh I could just stop this I know what's gonna happen
1: so you act you've never actually finished the movie
0: correct <laughs> what the hell man but I'll be that's super the excited deal.
1: <laughs> that's the deal I've had to watch so many shitty movies at your behest from beginning to end and I can't believe that you didn't <laughs> finish this movie you son of a bitch.
0: No, literally like last 10 minutes. It wasn't a lot. I just kind of was like, I know how this ends. So I, I just gave up.
1: So did you stop before or after she gets the garden trowel through her face? Um, After. Okay. So you saw that part. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fucking gross. Did not like that.
0: And to fill everybody in, we watched The yes. Woman in the Window. This is I
1: Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. Um, done, And we watched a movie that was not terrible, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: But no, I'm just confused because why did it get nominated for a Razzie? Like, that's my legitimate question because I've seen so many worse movies than this Oh, movie. I mean,
0: yeah, there's way worse out there, but I can't really disagree on their nomination choice. And I think it's just because, and I wouldn't even say that the, the choice of actors for the characters was bad. I actually was intrigued by that.
1: No, I think everybody did a good job.
0: Yeah, I mean, eh, Amy Adams. Really? I think I just didn't like the character. So I, I don't, whoever was put in that position, I think I would have been a little like,
1: eh. Well, it is it. a, it's a frustrating character to get behind because she right. is, is so irrational and it's so hard to put yourself in somebody's shoes, in agoraphobic shoes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine like why it's so hard to leave your house. You know, like I don't yeah. like to leave my house, but I, I can do it without an umbrella. So right. it's hard to imagine what sort of mental processes have to go wrong for you to literally fear leaving your home. Mm. So, yeah. And it was just frustrating because she wasn't asking the right questions. That always bothers me. And it bothers me in a lot of the things that we cover where people ask the right questions but it's way too late in the game and it's like you should have looked at this yeah an hour ago and then maybe it would have come to you but I can chalk that up to her mental illness you know it's just I I gave and- her a lot of leeway because I felt like you know she's crazy
0: <laughs> so well yeah and would I uh, would you trust her to be your therapist no now I mean I'm
1: assuming that she no longer works <laughs> so True. I don't know how she affords where she's living. Even before that, that's a that was a really would, sick house, right? Oh, <laughs> it was yeah,
0: really nice. Yeah, I mean, it gets to a point where it's like, like deadly illusions. What's real and what's not? Because we're, yeah, it's just.
1: Well, I thought everything we saw was real.
0: Right. So that being said, her job being a therapist was like half and half at that point. No.
1: Um. I mean, I'm assuming that she was a child psychologist prior to her family dying and Mm. the family dying created some kind of psychotic break within her and prevented her from functioning like a normal human in society and the same way that she talks about her family like they're still alive I think she also kind of talks about her job like that's something she still does or maybe like intends to go back to you know once she can resolve this whole like my family is not here thing which will never be resolved because they're dead but she in her brain it's like yeah one day they'll come back and I'll have my job back and everything will be normal again
0: and right she she's gone. really looking at it as this temporary um, separation
1: right yeah because that's what she calls it
0: yeah and it's just it's wild when you find out that they died and it's and I
1: know I kind of feel dumb I didn't see that
0: and to the extent at which she talks about them and says she speaks to the daughter and she speaks to the ex- the husband well, ex-husband she hmm That was weird, too, because there was no resolution in that whole thing.
1: Well, we know that she's seeing a therapist and that she is trying to get the help she needs to process that grief. And I thought that it made a lot of sense for her to become so invested in what was going on across the street with that family, given how she feels so much guilt for not being able to protect her own family or for failing her own family, so to speak. Right. So like there was a lot of heavy emotion in there. I, I started to feel really bad for her because that must be that must be awful guilt to live with.
0: Yes. And when we get the flashbacks of the accident or prior to the accident, she's copping to cheating, emotional cheating.
1: Oh, I didn't even know if it was just emotional. I thought it was physical, but
0: OK, because that's what I was saying about. We don't get any really re- any resolution because they kind of somewhat argue about it in the car and then the accident happened so it's like she has that on top of it so like it's the guilt but it's also the there was no forgiveness there was no you know yeah. what I mean there was no yeah, there's guilt, no closure resolution. yeah
1: yeah but she was I mean she couldn't have that and I think that was the whole point it was like her trying to move on without being able to have that sort of closure yeah it was uh it was very sad I do feel like I should have seen that coming that her family was dead.
0: It took a little while, even reading the book, it took a little bit. But once you find that out, I think then everything else kind of is easier to piece together, given who ends up being the person behind the screen name, who ends up being, you know, like it starts to check out, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I actually thought that the plot started to reveal itself all at once. And, yeah. and sooner than I expected, because then, you know, we also find out more about Katie woman that she thought was Jane Russell and that like all comes out super fast and like all of a sudden I think there's like a half hour 20 minutes left in the movie and I was like wait what what like isn't there gonna be some kind of big pullback reveal at the end to to show all of us
0: that's another reason I think that I was so off-put because it was just like I don't know I just I didn't like how it like you said, it came fit fe- like I just felt it was too short of a movie based on It was on- a short movie. Yeah. It was too short based on the content that we were getting and the information and the reveals. And like you said, once once that happened, the movie was basically over at that point.
1: Yeah, I think they could have made the movie more complicated by introducing Mm -hmm. more elements that might have been hallucinations or things that didn't happen and kind of bring it closer to that deadly illusions right uh, storyline there so that we're not really sure what we're seeing but I guess a flaw might be that everything that we saw did actually happen and so as long as you were paying attention and following along all the reveals made sense So there was never a moment where I was confused about what was happening and everything just kind of flowed in the way that I anticipated. So it wasn't like it was a great movie, but it was fine. I don't understand the hate. I don't get it. Okay. Because when I was looking at the list of the movies that you've selected for us, I was kind (laughs) of like Googling just to kind of get like a quick idea of what we're dealing with. And I always kind of look at the IMDb rating and the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Mm -hmm. And of the ones that I looked at, this one had the lowest of all the ratings. So I was like, well, okay, this must be a bad movie. <laughs> and I went into it thinking it was going to be a Deadly Illusions where I would get to the end and be like, what the fuck just happened? Right, yeah. But nothing surprised me really in like any meaningful way. and And I followed it. Okay, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand what's <laughs> wrong with this
0: movie. I want to say that it was probably people like me who read the book and then felt like the execution movie wise just didn't add up and didn't it didn't fulfill really any anticipation or that thrill seeking vibe that the book gave like it just like you said it just boom boom boom, and then it was done and then you're like okay there was nothing enthralling about it.
1: I mean, do you feel like maybe it's because this whole rear window vibe has kind mm. of been overplayed? Yeah. So many movies have done this, like Disturbia. One of my childhood favorites was a movie called Clubhouse Detectives. And it was, I think it was like maybe a 45 minute movie, like a very short, but we rented it multiple times from Blockbuster. And I recently found it on YouTube and. <laughs> Started watching it. And you know what's so fucking creepy to me? I haven't seen this movie in 20 years at least. And I remember lines. I don't, I couldn't recite them in the moment, but as they were saying them. I could hear it and be like, I know exactly where this is going. It was so frightening. But that movie was a rear window-esque kind of movie, but for kids. So it was gotcha. cute. So I don't know. Maybe this is just like a, a tired genre. of A
0: little bit. I'd have to agree with you because I think that at this point, the amount of movies made given this type of a scenario, you you're going to have the majority of viewers guessing right off the bat what's going on which kills the rest of it.
1: Yeah there are only so many ways these kinds of stories can end Mm -hmm. you know there really are only a certain number of suspects and outcomes. One thing that was missing from this movie that I feel like is the classic in all of those types of movies is when the the person who's observing these things from afar breaks into the apartment or has somebody else break into the apartment or house and like search it for clues and proof and shit and then the person the suspected murderer comes home and then they're like what do we do right yeah so like it was missing that and that's always a very tense moment in those movies so i kind
0: of right you missed that heart pumping oh my god get out of the house those type of scenes and i feel given the location and everything like okay hey, she's agoraphobic. She cannot leave the house. She's so you're stuck in this one location. So you can't really have a lot of people to deal with at this point. Right. So like you said, if there was maybe a little more, there was more cast, if there was a, a broader, you know,
1: was it was that the case in the book though, or is that also a problem in the book? That there just weren't a lot of people involved because I would think you would have the same
0: problem. Yes and no because I feel like I don't know what it was about the book that I found so good for the movie to be exactly the same and hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the whole imagination of reading. Oh yeah, yeah, no, Your no, ma- yeah.
1: I like I, I laugh, but I totally understand what you're saying. Sometimes books just don't translate to a different it didn't
0: yeah it didn't for me and I felt like like you said this concept can be done so many times that maybe don't transfer it word for word you know scene by scene Mm -hmm. shake it up a little bit make it your own something like that so that the people who have read it are a little more surprised and are like holy shit that was phenomenal
1: right and the thing about you know different Mediums is that you can experiment and do things that you can't do in the source material. So I felt this way about uh, did you see the uh, movie adaptation of Les Mis No. Okay. Well, obviously, based on a Broadway show, which was mm-hmm. actually based on a book, but the movie adaptation that was based on the Broadway show was kind of underwhelming in terms of the cinematography. The limiting thing about a stage production is that you can't really do scenery the way that you exactly
0: can
1: do in the real world and I know a lot of people that I had talked to about the movie felt this way too that there were so many close-ups of faces and just very close shots right and it's like dude you're not on a stage anymore open you it have up more, show us right. what's going on around you like you why is everything more so tight with. yep so, you know, it doesn't always work. And and maybe that was uh, the fault of the the directors or the screenwriters. Do you know if the author collaborated with them on making this?
0: Good question. But I was also going to kind of compare it to Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, the book yeah. was great. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, well, it's David Fincher. Y- you can't f- go wrong because he's just great at what he does. So, Whatever he was going to make, whether he translated it exactly or not, it was phenomenal, I thought.
1: It's always hard, too, because, you know, when you see a movie after you've read the book, you don't know how you would have reacted to the movie if you had seen it without reading the book. So I don't know if people who had never read Gone Girl felt that Gone Girl was successful, but... Reading the book, right. uh, that reveal that she was still alive was wild. And I remember oh, And thinking, it's mid
0: book, and you're <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, I remember happen thinking
1: now? at that point, the story was kind of wrapping up. And I'm like, there's half of a book left here. Like, what else are we gonna talk about in this book? And Especially because the his chapters are interspersed with her diary entries. And mm-hmm. that's all we know of her to that point is like her diary entries. So we're thinking this guy fucking killed her. Like he's such a dick and she is this poor helpless woman, which is totally what she wanted us to think. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to fall into that trap in the book than I think it was in the movie.
0: Yeah. I I just and even like when it got to her being kidnapped by the friend a la neil patrick harris oh man everything that went down in that house i think was done amazing but we should digress and talk about the movie that we're (laughs) right yeah
1: we were here to talk about something else
0: it doesn't say that she collaborated but there was like a trivia thing that says it was reported in july 2019 by the Hollywood Reporter that the film left test audiences confused. Hmm. So now the film's debut has been pushed from 2019 to 2020 as the studio works on reshoots. The Woman in the Window will be the final film before the Disney-Fox merger. Okay, We're dealing with a complex novel. We tested the movie really early for that very reason. We wanted to make it better, and we've had Disney's full support in doing that. I don't think you did.
1: (laughs) I mean, it certainly wasn't confusing. Like, I didn't think it was confusing. But now I'm
0: thinking, like, what was the original? Maybe I would have been a little more blown away by that. Yeah. Because it's making me think more than being so cut and dry.
1: The only thing that I think was confusing, and maybe you can shed light on it having read the book, was why Ethan killed the other lady in Boston. Was that just, like, a crime of opportunity? Because it made sense why he killed Katie and why he killed, or why he um, wanted to kill What's-Her-Face. I don't know. right but that, like we don't know anything I want- about the boston lady and whether or not she was a bad mother
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i want to did, did he kill her in the book that
1: detail kind of felt like something they threw in just to make gary oldman look more suspicious
0: i think so because in the book i mean she's referenced but not in a in She's referenced to make him more suspicious, yes, but I don't think it got to the point where he killed her. Even admitted to it, right? I don't think that that even went down. I just think it was enough to get, you know, yeah, loved, loved, loved. Wyatt Russell, I love him. Yes,
1: I thought I recognized him, and it took me a really long time to realize that it was from Black Mirror. <laughs>
0: Yes, that was a great episode too. From
1: I know, and but like from one episode of Black Mirror, that faces in my head, and I'm looking at his IMDb. I'm like, I don't know any of this shit. Like, what do I know him from? I definitely know him, and it was one episode of Black Mirror, like five years ago.
0: Right. Yeah, I love him. So I thought he did a really good job in that type of role too.
1: Yeah, he did a good job of being suspicious, but also I don't know,
0: helpful. (laughs) He didn't feed into her. Issues, so like he didn't make her seem crazy, he kind of like adapted, he to- yeah.
1: And I mean, I guess he had to. They brought up the whole thing about his parole violation and stuff, so like he kind of had to keep a low profile and stay on her good side. But um, given like her weirdness and just kind of the crazy vibes from her, uh, he was very tolerant and understanding of her yeah. situation. I didn't get a bad vibe from him, like I never really thought that he was involved. No. So, I, but I think the film wanted us to feel that way. I just... See,
0: and I think didn't. when I watched it, I felt they didn't portray it in that way, but in the book, they did. The book, they definitely made you want to think that he was okay. up to no good. But watching it, watching it played out, I'm like, nah, he doesn't seem sussed in this one.
1: Yeah, well, the two things that made me a little suspicious of him was the night that she went down to ask him if he heard the screams and Mm -hmm. there was like a woman crying in the background and like that was kind of a weird moment and I mean later you find out that it was Katie and that she was over there sobbing her eyes out about her sad story right and then the other thing was then finding her earring on his dresser or whatever that was so like I felt like they wanted you to think that and I was just like no this this doesn't feel right I think they wanted us to feel like we couldn't trust her and what she was seeing, but we could trust what she was seeing. We couldn't trust what conclusions she jumped to in her brain. And I feel like that's, Just two different things because you know they kept emphasizing that she's drinking alcohol with her medications, which she's not supposed to do. And you kind of expect that at some point to have an impact Mm -hmm. except she really was only having a problem interpreting what she was seeing. But she was not seeing anything out of the ordinary. Everything she saw was correct. It's just the way that her brain processed it wasn't accurate. I mean,
0: I don't think that the mixing helps
1: though. Oh, certainly not. But it but i think that they leaned into that so hard that
0: was the root of it all
1: but still didn't really like follow through on it because we never saw anything that didn't happen
0: right that's true you know what part freaked me out the photos of her sleeping yeah that whole thing was super creepy to read because you're like okay who's taking who's taking her it was just such a weird concept to me and then to watch it happen i was like that is really fucking freaky
1: well, it was really creepy when he was like, I've been living in your house for the past week. And I was like, mm, yeah, Gabriel uh, yeah, in the attic, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does <laughs> and, she have a fan? Yes. Does she have a fan
1: in the attic and like a little weird black dress? So <laughs> I was like, that's not cool. But the I have to say, I was very nervous for the cat this entire movie. I was like, something oh, yeah. better not happen to this cat. I will be furious because there was a scene where she was looking for the cat and the cat wasn't coming to her and I was like no 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 if this cat ends up dead I will turn this movie off
0: (laughs) and I feel like there's just an mo of murderous people that that's the first thing and they always hand to the cat or any animal in that Mm -hmm. scenario where it's like no Mm -hmm. don't do it because what why why are we paying attention to the animal so much don't do this
1: oh well I know and it was like such a Prominent character from very mm-hmm. early on, like the cat's just always there. So I'm like, oh my god, God save this cat! I mean, they do this a lot, and I think it's just to show you like how unhinged and uh, inhuman these murderer types are. That right. they just they'll just kill the most innocent little creature and not
0: give a shit. So right.
1: I, but I hate when they do it. it, it like it's not. Oh cool. yeah, the not first okay. time I
0: think I've ever seen that happen, and it ruined me. <laughs> Was the movie Fear i've never with Mark Wahlberg? It. Oh my God. With Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon. They were both youngins. I think it was like 1997, maybe the movie. 95, 97, something like that. I was obsessed with it because Mark Wahlberg was hot as shit in that movie. <laughs> but he's extremely obsessed with her. And it gets to the point where she breaks up with him while the dad makes her break up with him and he loses his shit and then he does one thing where like he tattoos himself he like carves her name in his chest it's romantic but and then takes a ballpoint pen pops off the thing and has the ink run down his chest so it like sits in the yeah probably super infected but yeah he goes so fucking nuts that one of the thing one of the scare tactics was He literally cut the dog's head off and put it through the doggy door.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And the saddest part was the little brother always calls the dog by a dog whistle. So he's like calling the dog and then does the whistle. And then they push the head through the fucking doggy door. And I'm like, nope, no. Great movie. But I will fast forward this part every damn time. Like, I don't see why that has to be a, a point of a lunatic's plan why do you have to involve the animal why do you have to use that as a sign well I I don't like that it's
1: just it's to show you how fucking cold-blooded they are and we do know that serial killers you know one of the patterns that show up in serial killers is that they torture or kill animals when they're children so like Betty Cooper (laughs) she did not kill her cat (laughs) no sorry (laughs) do not subscribe to that what was that fucking show on Netflix <sighs> behind her eyes which you never watched
0: no you should have okay. should.
1: but I read the book after I saw the show and at, at one point in the show there's a cat and you think that this woman is going to kill this cat as an act of revenge but she doesn't and I was very relieved so when I read the book I'm going through. I get to the part in the book, which is from that, you know, area. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, fine. This is fine because I know the cat lives. Everybody's happy and whatever. As I'm reading, the cat does not live in the book. She fucking curb stomps the cat. (gasps) And I was so fucking upset.
0: (laughs) I had to put it down. Well, I'm really glad that wasn't put into the show. I can see why it wasn't. Oh my god!
1: I and I think maybe that's what I was thinking when I was watching this movie. I was like, "Oh god, no!" Because that, uh, I can't, I can't do it. Sorry, cats, dogs, any animals, really. Any involved. animal, yeah. I'm not no. a fan of animal
0: violence in movies. Bring on human deaths, though. All <laughs> about it.
1: Kill all the humans you want. Kill all the people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kill the entire population.
1: Do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? I mean, I guess if there's a criticism I have it's just um there's not much to it.
0: Maybe that's why I didn't like it so much.
1: Like I don't have a lot to say about it. You know cuz I could have come here to ready to argue that this is one of the greatest movies of all time but I'm not going to do that because it was not one of the greatest movies of all time. I would only argue that it's not one of the worst movies of all time.
0: You know what I think that's why I don't want to watch the parody show the woman across the St- what the the name oh, with with Kristen Bell. Yeah, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. <laughs> I attempted the first episode of that and I'm like, this is trash. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I kind of, you know, agreed with was how she pours her wine, which was a dawn pour, which is all the way up to the top. Oh, <laughs> in her glass.
1: I feel like it's low-hanging fruit to make fun of this genre you know like yeah it's it's a little bit too easy and especially with the way that true crime has gotten so popular these days to have shows make fun of the fact that people are like obsessed with solving crimes or you know like getting on the internet to to solve shit that that is that is going on but who cares
0: in comparison so like okay so this that show i know it's kind of making fun of not only this movie but i also felt like it was probably going to make fun of the girl on the train like i feel like i felt some comparisons to girl on the train with this movie because yeah that's
1: fair yeah i I mean it's all about seeing something that you not that you shouldn't have seen because honestly these people just keep their fucking windows wide open all the time so that's kind of on them
0: <laughs> right exactly
1: I'm always worried about my giant picture window in my living room because when I'm over here watching euphoria and there's just dicks flying all over the place on my tv <laughs> screen I'm like thinking my neighbors are looking across and being like why the fuck are there so many penises on that woman's tv it's like 6 30 on a Tuesday like why is she watching porn
0: <laughs> so many dicks. seriously oh my too god many. But yeah, no, you're right. I feel all these types of movies, literally, the outcomes are pretty much the same. The reveals are similar. And yeah, I'm kind of wishing now after I read that piece of trivia that we could have seen that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if there's more info out there on what the initial version looked like. Maybe if it was like the movie Clue where they had like multiple endings and then like, that's how it could have happened. But what about this?
0: Yeah, here's another one. Um It's it- Bounces off of the last one I read, but it says by the time the film was completed, the COVID 19 pandemic was kicking in. So the film was delayed once again. Netflix was then able to pick up the rights and released it to scathing reviews on its platform in May of 2021.
1: It has 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, how? How? Don't understand. So I'm just going to, this is a pretty short one from Brian Eggert on Rotten Tomatoes. And this was actually a few days ago. The screen version reduces an already overly familiar scenario into a series of plot points and red herrings carried out by underdeveloped characters and capped by a sloppy climax. I feel like that's basically what we've been saying. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think the climax was necessarily sloppy, but um, I do think that every character except for Amy Adams was underdeveloped and that it's just more of the same that we've seen before.
0: Yeah, here it says, there's a certain irony that this film about a woman suffering from agrophobia, who's too afraid to leave her apartment had its release delayed by lockdown during COVID-19 when people were advised to stay home. That is an interesting scenario, though. It's lockdown and you're going to watch a movie about a woman who won't leave her house.
1: That's true. I mean, does it make you feel kinship or just more claustrophobic
0: <laughs> more claustrophobic that could have been another reason i was like eh.
1: it, but it also can kind of be relatable in the way that you start paying more attention to what's around you when you're in the same place all the time just being stuck at home you just naturally start to be like well my neighbor's bringing their trash out a little bit early today that's uh it's interesting. a dead body
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean you know that like that one time a couple of my neighbors were having like a really really fucking loud fight outside on their front lawn early Mm. in the morning and I was like watching them because I was like somebody's gonna get shot over there and I will be a witness and I will call the cops so I was ready I was ready to be all up in that but uh nobody died to my knowledge but I was watching them I was like hmm the husband just got in the car and drove away where the fuck is he going then he came back and then he left again and I was like what are you doing
0: yeah so yeah I can be nosy too. I did find this one piece of trivia interesting. For all of you Marvel DC fans out there, a lot of the cast were also superheroes or played in superhero movies. Amy Adams was Lois Lane, Justice League, Batman vs Superman, all those. Anthony Mackie is Falcon from Captain America and the Winter Soldier and all of the Avengers movies. Gary Oldman played Commissioner Gordon in Batman Begins, in Batman movies, White Russell, the new Captain America in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Brian Tyree Henry played Jefferson Davis in Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: I feel like it would be interesting if there weren't so many Marvel Universe movies. It's almost like impossible that you would have a cast that wouldn't have at least two or three people who've been in a Marvel movie.
0: True. I think we uh covered this movie. <laughs>
1: I, I don't honestly know I don't know that we did, but I I do feel like I want to move on from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do
0: you think we missed?
1: I don't think we missed anything I mean, like we didn't really talk about the movie plot necessarily, but I don't think we really have to. It's rear window. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> she right. witnesses a
1: murder and uh thinks it's the husband, but it's actually the son, and uh That's it. Actually, that's the whole movie. (laughs) I
0: just summed it up for you. So if you want to see it, you don't have to. Now, you know why I got a 20, a 26% on. I think that's harsh.
1: No, it wasn't a masterpiece, but 26%.
0: Again, if it had a little more original, that wasn't word for word from the book, I think it would have helped a lot.
1: Well, as someone who didn't read the book, I thought that it was fine. In terms of a story, it was fine. If you want to watch this movie, it was real fast. It was um, a little bit more than an hour and a half, but that's just right for something like this.
0: I watched a little more than an a little less than yeah, an hour and Dawn a half. <laughs> watched
1: an hour and a half movie. I watched an hour and forty minute movie. God, because I understood the assignment.
0: I hated it though. <laughs> I hated it so much. What if I it had a different seeing- ending from the
1: book? What if they changed something? What if she died instead of living?
0: Then I would have been super surprised when you told me.
1: There you go. <laughs> if I was smarter, I would have done that. I would have said that something crazy happened at the end and you missed it. So we don't even know what we're covering next, do we? No. I think like we're just, we're trying to top Killer so Phone. and we just won't be able to do it's it. It's not going to happen. Okay. Well, whatever we pick, we
0: will keep you updated.
1: Don will definitely post what we're doing on our socials.
0: Yes, I will keep you updated. We're going to keep you updated on some really good cocktails, too, because ones from the past have crept up in my pictures and they looked amazing and we need to give them their recognition. Thanks, Lisa.
1: If anybody likes to drink a lot, I got you covered. I got you. you, yep. I got you. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to look classy while you're doing it.
0: Exactly. So don't forget, follow us on everything. Everything's in the show notes. And uh stop, really...
1: it. stop eating my wires.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note,
1: fucking cats man! Just don't kill them. Don't kill Just the cats.
0: cats. <laughs>